Welcome to The Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Carrie Donahue. It's Monday, June 13th, and we're bringing you real-time news, fresh like live radio, and on-demand like podcasts. Here's the latest. It's a down, down day on Wall Street as investors grapple with inflation and anticipate another half percentage point interest rate from the Fed on Wednesday. The S&P 500 officially moved into bear market territory today, sinking to its lowest level since March 2021. It's down more than three and a half percent now. The Nasdaq is down over 4.3 percent and the Dow is down more than two and a half percent. Things are looking a bit shaky and bleak across crypto markets. Phil Rosen writes Insider's 10 Things Before the Opening Bell newsletter, and he says worries about high inflation and pending interest rates are causing investors to shed riskier assets. And that has sent the total value of the crypto market below $1 trillion for the first time since February last year. As recently as November, that was at $3 trillion. Bitcoin lost 13% Monday, and it's now trading below $24,000 for the first time since December 2020. Day two of the House Select Committee's televised hearings have wrapped for the day, and we heard more pre-recorded testimony from former Attorney General William Barr. Barr testified that Trump believed his own rhetoric about the election being stolen, leaning on amateur-seeming reports of voting machine failures. I thought, boy, if he really believes this stuff, he has, you know lost contact with uh, with uh, he's become detached from reality if he really believes this stuff the hearings will resume wednesday at 10 a.m police in idaho say they may have fended off an attack on a pride event in Coeur d'Alene on sunday they arrested 31 uniformed men said to be members of a white nationalist group called the patriot front police say the men were armed with shields shin guards and other riot gear and arrested them for conspiracy to riot SpaceX's next-generation Starship rocket is not cleared for launch just yet. The FAA released a long-awaited environmental impact report. It outlines 75 steps SpaceX needs to take to protect ecologically fragile beaches and wildlife near the launch site in Boca Chica, Texas. Even though the timeline is unclear, the report means SpaceX could have a path forward to launch its reusable Starship rocket. We'd love to hear from you with any thoughts you have about the show. Write us at therefresh at insider.com. Coming up, we're going to take a look at Live Golf, the Saudi-backed league that's causing a lot of controversy. The changing world of hybrid work offers new possibilities. WebEx enables them with an open platform and many integrated partners like Envoy, Tandem, and Miro. Powerful partnerships power hybrid work. Visit apphub.webex.com. WebEx, working for everyone. A bipartisan group of senators has agreed on a framework for gun safety legislation. The deal's most significant feature would enhance background checks for people under 21. Also included are incentives for states to implement red flag laws, which can let law enforcement temporarily confiscate guns without a court order from people deemed dangerous. But it does not include universal background checks, it does not raise the minimum age to buy a gun, and it doesn't ban military Military-style weapons like the one used in the Uvalde school shooting. 
if you use tampons well, it might be a good time to switch to a Diva Cup. That's because a national tampon shortage is leaving shelves barren. And as with so many other shortages right now, it's because of a perfect storm of staffing issues, shipping bottlenecks, and the rising cost of raw materials. A week ago, an indigenous expert and a British journalist went missing in a remote area of the Amazon. Now, Brazilian police say they found items, including a backpack, laptop, and a health card that belonged to the men, Bruno Pereira and Dom Phillips. The BBC reports that both men had received threats for their work supporting indigenous rights in the region. Just a few months after McDonald's shuttered its stores in Russia, a new fast food chain has opened in its place. Alexander Govor is opening storefronts for his new Russian burger joint, whose name can be roughly translated as Tasty, period, or Tasty, and that's it. Only a handful open Sunday, but he owns all 850 former McDonald's locations. What does Jennifer Hudson now have in common with Audrey Hepburn, Rita Moreno, and Whoopi Goldberg? Well, they're all EGOTs, people who've won an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and a Tony Award. Hudson helped produce A Strange Loop, and the play won Best New Musical on Sunday. Here's Hudson at the Tony's CBS broadcast. This brilliant, funny masterpiece exposes the heart and soul of a young artist struggling with his desires, identity, and instincts he both loves and hates. I'm not usually into golf, but I am into juicy stories, and there's a new league that's been making news for all the wrong reasons. It's called Live Golf. It's backed by the Saudi Arabian government, and it held its first ever tournament over the weekend. Charles Schwartzel took the big prize. Four million dollars for Charles Schwartzel, who has been magnificent here in Hertfordshire. Insiders Tyler Laletta has been following this new league closely. Tyler, what is this new Live Golf League and why is it so controversial? So Live Golf is kind of a breakaway league from the PGA Tour that is attempting to kind of redefine what the top tier of professional golf looks like. It's controversial because it takes a lot of money to start any professional sports league, especially if you're trying to start a golf league. Mm -hmm. And the money that is backing this is coming from the Saudi Arabia Sovereign Wealth Fund. And that brings with it a lot of issues, political issues that golfers aren't totally prepared to respond to a lot of the times. And it falls under a category that has been described as sports washing, which is countries kind of using popular sports and celebrities and like the star power that sports bring to help launder their reputations a bit. It's like no shenanigans here, nothing to see. We have sports. Right. Yeah. Like they don't want the first thing people to think of when they think of Saudi Arabia to be bad things. They'd prefer for you to think about how cool it is to watch Phil Mickelson golf. And so they pay Phil Mickelson $200 million to make sure that he golfs for their league. So the PGA so far has suspended 17 players for their participation in the live tournament. Right. So who's making the switch? A new golf league doesn't work unless you have the stars, right? And so Phil Mickelson is the biggest name that's made the jump. Dustin Johnson is a former world number one. 
And Tyler, for our listeners, can you tell us a little bit more about the insane amount of money being offered to some of these players? First off, the top tier players that are jumping from the PGA Tour to Live Golf are getting you know, nine figure advances just to like a signing bonus, basically, right? Just to just to put their name on the new product. But that's not even the half of it, because beyond those numbers, each tournament that Live Golf hosts has a total purse of twenty five million dollars. And if you win, you get four million dollars, the richest solo prize in the history of golf. To give you perspective, more than half of them wouldn't make it on the PGA Tour. So you're playing a weaker field with more money at stake. So the appeal to the guys playing is pretty obvious. Other than the money, has anything else shocked you reporting this story? The most interesting part of the whole thing is that there's a version of this that isn't terrible, right? Like there's ideas here that are good. Like there's a more limited field that silos more guaranteed money to the best players in golf that like attract the most eyeballs is the type of innovation that the PGA Tour has been failing to make for years. You could see a more fun version kind of taking fruit if it wasn't coming from such a problematic place to begin with. Hmm. What do you think the greater implications, though, of this league and its potential success are? I think the biggest implication right now is that for the past 100 years, basically, if you wanted to watch the best golfers in the world, you watch the PGA Tour. But especially two or three years from now, it's not hard to imagine, like, basically the top tier of golf split in two. And like any sport, the point is to bring the best together to compete against each other, right? That's what makes the best product. That's what's most exciting for fans. And that's what gives us the truest test of golf. So maybe for people who don't follow golf closely, why should they care about this? The interesting thing happening here, I'd say, is there's a lot of people throwing a lot of money around at big ideas. And I think that's something that kind of transcends sports. They're trying to will something into existence through an endless supply of cash. And, you know, you can buy a lot of things, but you can't buy legacy and you can't buy legitimacy but you can get like pretty close and i think this is like an interesting test study in building something from nothing out of sheer force of will and deep pockets and seeing what comes out the other side you know like because because how far are they going to take it and is this the future of golf and if it's the future of golf then what else could it be the future of tyler thanks so much for chatting with me oh thanks for having me Tyler Laletta is a sports reporter at Insider. Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play The Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Carrie Donahue. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. Talk to you soon.